Welcome to For the Love of God podcast, a show for Christians that keep it real. Whether you're new to Christianity, a seasoned Christian, or dipping your toes in the baptismal water, this show is for you. Join us and strengthen your Christian walk. Play games and discover new music. This ain't your mama's Christian podcast. For the love of God! Alright, another week. I always look forward to these days. Me too. Especially when you get them doing twice and within five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks, that was an inside joke. I'm so sorry. But yeah, well, you we start. We you start, can bring them in. You can yeah, bring them in. I want to bring you in. I want to bring you in. Yeah, we started the show and we got about a third of the way through the first segment and realize I didn't hit record. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try to do it just as good or better the next time. So around. these are the moments that try to teach us a little bit of humility, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yes, folks, we got uh, a fantastic show for you tonight. Um, I had everything all nice and snug in a rug and a bug and had everything going. <laughs> so folks, uh, I'm starting over. <laughs> Snug as a bug in a rug. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you are listening to For the Love of God podcast. This is your host, Jason Longbreak. And as usual, I am here with Rick Rieger and Nathan Jewell. Fellas. Hey, hey. Yahoo. How are you? Doing wonderful. How about you, sir? Great. How was your week? Oh, man. Awesome. It's been, it truly has been an awesome week. Sunday, uh, I'll tell you, Sunday, you know, people that go, don't go to church, I don't know how you do it. Uh, I don't miss it for the world. And man, I'll tell you what, Sunday just blew my mind away. Some awesome things happened that day. God was in the house, just being in fellowship. I have been on cloud nine since then. It was a powerful Sunday. That's for sure. There really is some truth to that. You, you said you don't know how to do it. And for most people, I just don't think that they, they understand what they're missing. Right. I yeah. think you're right. So Typically why we don't do things, right? We don't know what, we don't know what we're missing. And Very he, true. The thing is, even people that go to church on every Sunday still don't know what they're missing. Oh, that's an interesting point. Yes. And if you know what he's talking about this Sunday, we're going to address that in this week's message. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a, I guess that's no coincidence. Yeah. And if you, obviously most of you don't even live close to here. So if you want to join our service on Zoom, you're more than welcome to. As a matter of fact, we can put the uh, link in the, uh, down the, in the notes, right? We could, but no. for some reason, Apple is removing links. Oh. I don't understand that. So what you have to do is you have to play around with it and like add spaces where they're not supposed to be a space and so that it doesn't become a link, and that way people can just copy it and just remove the space. Right. right. There you go. Or go to ForTheLoveOfGodPodcast.com. Ooh, there you go. Even better. Yes. All do right. that. All right. And... uh yeah. So what I was, yeah. I think. I mean, should I explain what I meant by that? I think everybody gets it. Maybe Absolutely. Not. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead and explain it. You don't know who's listening. I mean, a lot of people. Most, I would say probably eighty-five percent of people that go to church on a, every Sunday basis are not getting fulfilled because they're not following Christ the way you should. You're just marking it off your calendar. I went to church. Check. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of guys I, I go because my wife drags me, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, is you still do get something out of it. It's just about, it's such a minuscule part. I mean, it feels good to know or to think that you've done something good for yourself, even if it wasn't good for you. Just mm-hmm. just the thought of, well, I did something nice, you know, that took my family to church, makes you feel just a smidge better. But you know what's better than that? Connecting with the actual creator. Right. Way better. Way better. I mean, before... Before I was a follower, I went to church sometimes. And it Easter was, and Christmas? No, I usually skip those. <laughs> it's too busy of a day. <laughs> Traveling and everything. And, um, uh, so I would go and I would listen and I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. I mean, depends. It depends on the church because I started out in Catholic churches and it was just absolutely boring. And then Lots I went. Ritual. Then I went to a few, I would say, charismatics. That's quite the jump. If you're going to go from a Catholic ritual-based church to a charismatic church, yeah, that can give you a spiritual whiplash, right? There. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's like as charismatic as say. Uh, well, well, let's start with what do you mean by charismatic? Well, okay. Uh, let me describe this service, and it, actually, it's a, a very good church. I quite enjoyed it. I've okay. never really enjoyed church before, especially because I was in Catholic churches. Um, but I go there and they have music and they have like 10 people on stage singing and the pastor comes out, if that's what they call him, um, and does his thing. And it was great. Very uplifting. Um, made you feel good. So that's not what I'm there for. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot I mean, of pastors there to, out there marketing that. Right. I'm there to feel good because God is in me bringing those feelings to light. But I'm there to learn. I go to church to learn the word and... Where am I going wrong? What do I need to correct? Right. What does God want me to do? Yeah. And so so it was it was a good service, good stuff. But it's not fulfilling those needs of the word as much as what I was looking for. Well, okay. I wasn't looking for that at all then, to be honest. So by that definition, anything. there's a lot of charismatic churches out there. So you, yeah. <laughs> is there something specific about it that, that kind of made it charismatic in your eyes? I think just, uh, let me tell you the good stuff and a lot of, it was just joy, joy, joy. And it was never... I don't know. There, there just wasn't any con- biblical context. Okay. So there's a lack of substance. It sounds like. Probably. Now, let me let me back up. At that time, I wouldn't know if there was honestly, because I never at that point I have never even read the Bible or cared to or anything. And um, so I was going because 
I was part of the family and we all went. Okay. Right. And it wasn't every Sunday. It was getting there, but I don't know. I just, whatever. I didn't get anything out of it. And then. If you don't mind me pausing you right there go for, for, it. for our audience, I just want to kind of say, Jason just kind of stepped on a little bit of a, of a spiritual landmine right there when he said, I didn't know because I hadn't yet read the Bible. So I didn't know that I wasn't getting fed the way that I'm supposed to. I have a feeling there might be a lot of our listeners who are suffering from the same affliction. Mm -hmm. So please open up your, your Bible, start in the New Testament, pick one of the Gospels, start there. Yeah. John's a good one. Luke's a good one. So is Matthew and Mark for that matter. Well, there's pick so one. Yeah, go. there's so many things I think that can keep us from getting the most out of a service. Um, we can go to church for the wrong reasons, and we're not really focused. That's a big one right there. How many people you see in church sitting there staring at their phone the whole time, staring off into space? You know they're not connecting, so they're not going to get it anyway. Uh, some people just simply, as you said, you don't, you weren't looking for God, so you didn't have a relationship with Him. So you're just witnessing an event. Right. And, you know, quite frankly, there's a lot of good concerts out there that are a lot better and more yeah. entertaining than a church service. Yeah. Because they're not really meant for entertainment. And, uh, you know, and for that, and then there's other reasons. The fact is, is that a church service is not just something to attend, it's something to be a part of. You know, it's the one time a week we get together and we get to, minister to one another, encourage one another, be encouraged, worship together, be encouraged by the worship of each other, literally commune with God and feel his presence and hear him. It's more important to hear him than it is to hear your pastor. And if you are, you know, if you are plugged in and paying attention and have your spiritual ears open, church can be a completely fantastic, fabulous, blow your mind charge you for a couple of weeks kind of thing, or you can have the most boring time of your life, go home and wonder what that was all about. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. kind of up to us. Right. In many ways. And it's so fun to go now, now, and, uh, you know, you, a lot of the things that you're saying, I already know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> at this, it's like... Um, there's going to be some of that because there's always people that need to be fed at different stages of their walk with exactly, Christ. Right? Exactly. But it's like... I didn't mean it like that. I meant it like, yay, I'm, I've am i learned so much in, in a fairly short amount of time that it's like... I, what am I trying to say? Um well, like joy it, in the fact that you've grown. Joy, I mean, that's yeah, good too. I guess right. That's what I mean, doing. I'm excited that I know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. As it's, to before, I was like, what are you talking about? There's also. And then it goes through one ear and out the other, and I do nothing with it. Right. And when you know something, and then you, and you go to church, and you hear that thing, and it just confirms it, and kind of reminds you of it, and you know what I mean? And then you, and then, you know. There's also some positivity that can come from the affirmation um, when you do recognize that, all right, I am walking this. Right. Like I, uh, you hear the, the pastor talking and he's like, you're doing X, Y, and Z. And you realize, okay, I am, I am doing the right things right. in these areas. Yay. That's what I, that's kind of <laughs> like what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Now I am curious because you mentioned it was charismatic. I still kind of want to, I well, kind of want to nail down what that means. I, I, do you know what it means? 
Well, you usually when someone says charismatic, there's people that are speaking in tongues. Okay, no, there it might wasn't be people that. handling snakes, it wasn't that. It you know, that, that kind of thing. Although some people also refer to churches that are just simply more lively, expressive in worship. They believe that those that's not actually the correct term, but charismatic could be that way. Or sometimes people use it for the typical uh, normal English word charismatic, you know, wow, the pastor really was Had charismatic. He could really, <laughs> that's he could really I, get his point across. That's kind of what so, I meant. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It, it wasn't, no one was speaking in tongues and shaking in their boots and all this crazy No stuff. snake handling service or anything? No, no snake handling. Okay, that's good. Uh, nobody yuck. floated. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was just uplifting. The music was big and loud and Nice. Now, they did a really good job. Um, so nice. I, I kind of want to touch what you mentioned earlier on with the pastor there. You, you felt good coming out of there, but you didn't really feel like a whole lot of substance. You just felt good. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of pastors that are preaching that particular message these days. Right. It's true. And honestly, the feeling lasted until I walked out the front door. Yeah. And it was back to my flesh. What's going on today? Mm. What am I going to get into? Right. You got to be challenged. You got to go to the next. You got to be kind of pushed to the next level. You want to know what you're doing right. And certainly we want to know the promises of God and those things to be excited about. But at the same token, we go because we want to grow. And if we're not here, at least one or two things that we might be able to take home. And I feel like every message ought to be practical. We ought to take something from it that we can take home and assimilate into our life and make a change immediately. So, you know, for the better. And if we can't, then, hmm, you know, I'm not sure if we got our money's worth, so to speak. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I hear you. Yeah. So, you know what? This was not in the original record or the (laughs) non-recording. So this is bonus material, audience. This is is bonus. Always better the second time. Uh, Well, with that, let's, uh, let's play a game. Would you rather? Sure. Why not? Would you rather... Well, before before he gets into this, I just gotta say, all of you listening at home, you get to miss the uh, the dancing that all three of us are doing to that particular little jingle. It's actually rather embarrassing, but <laughs> I enjoy think I laugh literally at our picked expense. a. I think I picked a fake coconut off a tree <laughs> while that was playing. Well, ha. Um, <laughs> what you don't know, Nathan, is they're dancing too. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's a fair right. point. That's a fair point. Right. So, um, I pulled up the wrong document. Would you rather? Okay, we got some juicy ones today. Juicy, juicy. So, like <laughs> would you rather? I want to change something up here. Would you rather watch Moses part the Red Sea or Jesus calm the sea? Mm, that's interesting. So, on one hand, we can see something pretty awesome. By Moses, or we can see something still awesome, but less dramatic. But less dramatic, but by Jesus. That's correct. Ooh, that's a tough one. Wow. All right, Rick, you go first. <laughs> I don't want to make Jesus angry. I... <laughs> I'm just kidding. He wouldn't be angry. Uh, oh well. Um, hmm. That's tough. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go, I mean, you know, I'm, there's the sensationalist part of me, as much as I normally answer like a pastor and say, oh, I want to be in the presence of Jesus, you know, God still used Moses, and, you know, I'd like to see how that whole thing kind of 
played out. So I'm going to have to pick the parting of the Red Sea. Now, why? Uh, just because of the, you know, just the, the sensationalism. Just, I, I, you know, and I'm sure it'd be more than just seeing the sea split. I mean, seeing the tension in the people, mm-hmm. seeing, you know, Moses going, hmm, what do we do here? <laughs> and then God, you know, leading him and then bam, the whole thing. You know, I want to know, did it just evaporate? Were there walls? In the walls, could you see little fish staring at you going, what the heck? Is this an aquarium? <laughs> we hadn't seen one of those yet. You know, I just, the, you the know, the dramatics. jumping from one side to the other. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I guess uh, that question didn't specify, but uh, at the same token, I'd kind of like to, you know, see how it all ended too. You know, I, I not that I want to see death, but, you know. No, the, I, I certainly understand. There, there is There is certainly a value to watching bad guys get what what's coming to them. I have to admit that's something that I, I kind of enjoy it from time to time Look, as well. Man, God's kicking butt. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, kind of to kind of build on what you said there, you're if you're one of the Israelites following Moses, you know, out of Egypt, you've you've taken their wealth, right? They've they've given you their wealth while while they're while while they're kicking you out. And suddenly you hear off in the distance, battle cries and the thundering sound of hooves and chariots rolling toward you. Now it, you're becoming wet in your lower extremities. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, because you know, you don't have weapons. And you're not even in the water yet. <laughs> yeah, you're not even not even in the water yet. <laughs> yeah, I figured everybody figured out what I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> you did. But that's for the slower it's a really cool a cool thing to think because what did Moses do? Did he just walk up and raise his staff? Did he stop and pray right there? Did I mean, what's the Bible say? I think he raised his staff. Yeah, but I mean, we, I don't think we have all and the... Then, yeah, but I don't think we have the play-by-play. Play. Who wrote yeah. it? Yeah. Who wrote, who wrote the book of Exodus? Yeah. I believe it was Moses. That's who it's certainly attributed, it's attributed to. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Three books. the first five books, I believe. Oh, is it five? I thought it was three. Maybe you're right. You probably are right. I think it's five. The Pentateuch. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Nibonomy. Anemone. Nanemone. So I feel like I'm in the Finding Nemo episode here. All right. So, Jason, which one are you picking? Are you picking the Moses or are you picking with Jesus? Um, Who's your homeboy here? Oh, now I feel like I just totally dissed Jesus. Uh, I'm sorry, Lord. You know, parting the Red Sea is pretty incredible, but calming a raging ocean. Well, it's, is, well raging storm. it was a raging storm. Yeah, it was certainly so it's, a raging sea, well, but that wasn't on the storm. ocean. Well, sea, ocean. I mean, there's a size difference. Tomato, there. tomato. <laughs> 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 Cherry, tomato. Five by six, tomato. Anyway, um, What's a five by six tomato? <laughs> okay, it goes in a box five by six. <laughs> um, I think calming the sea. Why? Just, uh, they're both so incredible. I would hate to miss either of them. But it, you can't even calm a bathtub down (laughs) (laughs) if you wanted to can you imagine (laughs) just like chill see and it's just like ready to water ski for a long time that was kind of like my form of exercise you take a bath 
pull the plug and fight the current. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I might as well. You guys, I think both went through the part and see. I might as well go the other way. I can go. I mean, there's no wrong answer. There is no wrong. It, it both would be phenomenal. Yeah. I think I would go with the parting of the sea. That just because I want to see, I want to be able to put my foot down on dry land where once a sea used to be. Like that would just be amazing to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's all God. It's all it, God's it's, work. It's, it's all, all God, God, right? Either way. So. Although I, when we do get to heaven, I cannot wait to get the opportunity to follow up with some of these biblical um, writers and their stories and like ask the questions, like walk me through everything like it's a TV show, you know, just like give me all the details. But, yeah, that's well and good, but I don't think... And Moses is going to be like, do you know how long ago that was? Are you kidding me right now? That was 6,000 years ago, dude. You can't remember something that happened 20 years ago and you expect me to remember all of that? I can't even remember last week. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you know, but I wonder if we're even going to desire things like that once we get up there. That's a very good question. You know, it is a good question. Um, and or and or, um, will once we go up and have our glorified bodies and this whole new thing going on, perhaps God Himself will give us all the knowledge from the Word. Just, we don't know. And it will just beam in. It is like, like just osmosis. download it. It'll like be, the right, Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Where you can maybe even close your eyes and just see everything that happened before. As if, as as he sees everything is going to happen tomorrow. Well, all I can say is stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and eventually we'll find out. We may find out pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> God willing. Um, okay, next one. Now this one, this one's a mind bender. Please do share. Would you rather know the exact day of your death or the exact day of Jesus's return? <laughs> Yowza. <laughs> mind blown. Oh, man. Okay, I've got my answer, but I'm I'll, I'll, I kind of want to give you guys the opportunity to talk because of the reactions. So, Jason, let's start with you, man. I think knowing the day of your death is dangerous because you can. It's like knowing when. I mean, I both of them are dangerous. It's like knowing yeah. when mom and dad's coming back, <laughs> right? <laughs> You can just party your head off. So there's a theological the day point before, here. And well, then. however, now, however, <laughs> just because you know Jesus isn't coming for another 500 years does not mean you're going to live for another 12 years or five or That's whatever. Correct. So very true. Yeah. Okay. So, we so gotta, gotta knowing think. your death would be more dangerous because you know when you're going to die and you know when you got to stop being bad. Right. Yeah. Could you could you imagine just how far you would allow yourself to go if you knew that you weren't going to die? Oh yeah. Jump out of an airplane. Yeah. No parachute because I'm not going to die on that day. <laughs> now. This, <laughs> well, this no. Is, wait a minute. <laughs> this is bringing other. This is starting to open up some other questions that I had. Um, There's certainly in a my theological brain debate here. That yeah. I got to If I can. Lord, if you can help me remember. Okay. 
because okay here's here's you're gonna remind me i'm putting it in your yes suicide sir. suicide remind right. me right, right, yeah. if i forget that's my keyword okay got it okay hey jason suicide not yet <laughs> <laughs> um okay so i want to know mm, i want to know i would i would want to know when jesus is coming back okay and why Although you kind of partially answered that, I guess. Yeah, but that, 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 okay. Old me would use that to my advantage. New me, it doesn't matter. I'm going to live, I want to live righteously regardless if I know when he's coming or not. Because that's who I am now. And that's who he wants me to be. And so I am. So that's that. But I just I just want to know. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I guess uh, I will say that uh, since you were going to let us go first, you still want to do that? Okay. No, yeah, go first. I wasn't trying to cut go in ahead. now. No, you're good. Uh, don't want to be one of those guys that cuts in line. Not your son. Ditchers. Uh, <laughs> I would say uh, that I would probably want to know the second coming of Christ as well. And my reasoning would be, I'm not sure I want to know when I'm going to die. Now, knowing when Jesus is coming would only be either A, no worries, or wow, exciting, and put a little extra pressure on. Uh You know what I mean? Uh I mean, if it's going to be like two years out, man, I got some work to do. (laughs) Yeah. If it's 500 years out, okay, uh, which I don't think it is, just on uh, for the record. Um, If it's that far out, okay, it's probably not going to happen. In my lifetime, obviously, I'm not going to live to be 500 years, so I'm just going to make the most of every opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if it's, you know, a couple years down the road, that'll put a fire under me. If I knew when I was going to die, I don't know, that would take some of the steam out of me, I think. I would be, I think there would be a lot of emotional stuff going on that I don't really need to deal with. I'd rather just let that happen as it happens. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to be ready regardless. So, you know, uh, whether he comes or not, I got to, you know, we got to be prepared when we die. Right. And just because you know he's when he's coming doesn't mean you're going to be alive to see it. Even if it's in, a, that's couple, right. even if it's in a couple of years. Even if it's a couple of years, you're right. So we still have to work, you know, our butts off, basically. Right. Do what we got to do. But yeah, I think I'd rather know that. So for okay. me, it's uh, it's a matter of changing who you are. If you know when you're going to die, you're going to make different decisions and you're not going to be the person that you were because the person that you were has to live with these limitations knowing if I do X, Y, and Z, I have these consequences to follow. If you remove the consequence of death... There's a lot of doors that open up that aren't all that. There's a lot of dangerousness there. Kind of, kind of echo what you mentioned earlier. I would be afraid I'd be a, a little too willing to take extra risks that I don't need to take if I don't know that information, and that can change a, who a person is. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my my reasoning behind it. But uh, so yeah, I would take knowing when Christ comes back. Um, Partly for Rick's answer, like if it's real close, which, you know, fingers crossed, right? Um, it, it certainly lights the fire and would get you real passionate real fast. But I, I, I just, I don't think I want to, I don't think I want another day I die. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I with think you. that changes too much. Yeah, it does. I it, think that's wise. There's a lot of dynamics involved in that. Okay, so what I was going to talk about suicide. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we all have a date, from what I understand. And people that kill themselves cut themselves short from that date because they took it upon themselves. Or was that their date? And people that attempt to commit suicide, and I'm not talking about the weak attempts. I'm talking about really solid attempts that actually just failed. failed, right? Is that God saying, it's not your day? It's not your day. And you keep trying. You keep, go ahead and keep trying. It's not your day. I'm not going to let you die. So this is that theological question I was making reference to yeah. earlier. Do we have free will or are we predestined? Is everything written in stone? The answer is the church doesn't have a solid answer. There is a very good evidence for both. And this is just one of those things that doesn't always make sense to us in our own humanity, but to God, it makes perfect sense. To give you an example, if he's omniscient, omnipresent, and he's able to see, hear everything, and he's everywhere at one time, then he knows every potential outcome, right, of every decision. Sure, but at the same token, he gave you free will and you get to, just because he knows what you're going to do, doesn't mean he made you do it. That's correct. Yeah. So he's does, not making you do that. Right. So, and I think with the suicide, I think you're you're asking a question that probably cannot be answered simply because um, I think it's different. I think there's times when God allows people to die because, well, you made the choice and, okay, I'm going to let it go. Then mm-hmm. there's other issues where, what about the guy who... Uh, is just ready to turn his life over to the end. He's he's done. But either maybe his children or his wife is praying on his behalf. And God listens to their prayers and makes sure that that is not the day he dies. Whereas, you know, the other guy, he just said, okay, you know, I'm going to let it happen. He allows things. He didn't make it happen. He didn't make the guy commit suicide. But he didn't allow the other guy to die. And I think both of those can happen. It I, just depends. I think you're that's asking. Just, yeah. That's just two possible scenarios, and there's probably a thousand other ones. Right. Agreed. It's, it, I don't think that there's a solid answer. Okay, so I'm going to, count, I'm going to come with another scenario, but the other the complete opposite direction, life. Now, I've been in a lot of situations where I should have died. Like, avoided car accidents, avoided situations where if I didn't avoid them, it might have been my life. Just looking up at the right time or just, you know, just things like that. Like, I'm not paying attention, and then I something just makes me look up just in time to get swerved out of the way or stopped or whatever. Is that just chance or is that Lord saying, look, because it's not your day yet? Now, see, my answer to that is could be either. 
because I believe that because of free will, there is that 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 idea of chance, um, and not luck, but you know, it, it just things happen. Um, we all make good choices. We all make bad choices. Bad choices have negative effects. Sometimes those bad choices and negative effects leads to our demise. Sometimes we do look up at the last minute and save our life because that just happened. But I also believe that there are spiritual forces at play here too, and people praying and God's will and God wanting to use certain people and knowing the fact that you know a few years down the road you were going to give your life to him if he knew that, which I believe he did, you know, he's he may have been saving your life so that you could Save my do life. this very show. <laughs> and now he's think, questioning himself. Now, well, is that a good choice? Or not? <laughs> well, I don't know if it was for the show, but <laughs> he knew that I was going to come to him one day and be saved. And I wasn't there yet. So I was like, no, you can't die yet because you're coming up here with me. Entirely possible. Yeah. I certainly think we have to be careful in our thinking that way because we can get very lazy mm-hmm. and assume, oh, God will take care of me. It'll be okay if it's well, when it's thinking, my time, yeah. you know, he'll help me get saved. Yeah. Yeah. I know you weren't thinking that, but I think right. we just have to be very cautious with thinking like that. And, and if an we're going to err, we ought to err like thinking the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Continue. I'm sorry. I had an aunt who thought like that. She was like, I'll, I'll put it off, I'll, I'll take care of it eventually. And sure enough, she wound up taking care of it like within minutes of her death, which was amazing. But not everybody gets that opportunity. That is very not not uncommon <laughs> where people get saved shortly before they die. Yeah. And you know what? There's There's actually a story in the Bible about workers who get paid the same wage for less work than others, right? Um, so that's the kind of God we serve. He's the kind of God that, Tells the thief on the cross next to him, today you'll be with me in paradise, mm-hmm. even though the thief had not lived his life appropriately up to mm-hmm. that point. Right. But uh, not to be a naysayer, but just for our, our listeners who may be tempted to think that, you know, hey, I got tomorrow. First of all, not everybody gets that That's opportunity. That's correct. That is You a can privilege. walk out of your house, get, you know, a plane flies out of the sky, crash lands on top of you, and you're done, and you never had that chance. And not to mention the fact that, you know, salvation really is, it's a heart thing. And just because people make, you know, last minute prayers on their deathbed does not always mean, and again, I'm not speaking to anybody specifically, I've seen definitely cases where I've seen people where, you know, I believe it is 100% legit, they have truly crossed over the line of salvation. But other times it's been more, you know, hey, I'll repeat the prayer after you, hey, let's go ahead and you know, let's let's try to make sure we're good. <laughs> the Jesus insurance policy. <laughs> right. And I'm not I'm not so sure I'd be trusting that. It's not the words you say. It's the it's the heart. It's condition. in your heart, right? And he knows your heart, mm-hmm. and he knows if you're you know if you're sincere or not. Well, I wouldn't trust myself to say, ah, I can wait, but I'll be sincere then. <laughs> I mean, it took me three times before you said, okay, <laughs> right? Exactly. That's why I'm I saying I wouldn't you. trust me. I right? believe you. Me too. It I was mean, the, the third time I was in tears. Yep. You know, and it's like I'm. Serious. That is an that is not an uncommon experience. Yes, you absolutely can receive Jesus in one sitting. There is no doubt in my mind whatsoever. Tons of examples of it in the Word and in real life. However, comma, I have seen many many folks who, you know, when they say they want to be a Christian the first time, 
and they say, yes, I accept Christ, what they're really saying is, yeah, I accept the idea that Jesus is the Savior and that he's the way to God, and yes, I want to move in that direction, but they are not really ready to surrender to God fully, nor repent of their lifestyle. And so it often takes three, four, five, six... I mean, I've seen people... I've seen literally in my life elders of churches which is you know that's I, i'm i'm not really proud of this as a you know <laughs> being a leader in a church that you know our church would let people be this way but elders of the church who are in their 40s with families who gave their life to Christ and it was definitely then legit you know i mean here all this time they have not truly been Christ followers not filled with the holy spirit leading the church and then all of a sudden God gets a hold of them and they come, you know, they come down to the altar. They're, you know, you can see that they're serious and then their life changes radically afterwards. Mm-hmm. So because of those experiences, I I beg you listeners, today is the day to work out your salvation, not tomorrow. Or yeah. the next day or next year or yada yada. Mm-hmm. You ready for the news? The pastor me broke out there. I couldn't couldn't stop. You have myself. news? You don't have news. I don't. I I've, I was looking for several things. I've been looking. There for There is so much news right now. But I'm looking for news that's Christian. You know, it's I'm looking so for much sh- Christian news right now. <laughs> I can talk about the stuff going on in Israel. I can talk about that. But I want stuff that I can build off a message with. Okay. And I ladies don't have and gentlemen, right welcome to News with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Our former news anchor, uh, Nate, has been fired. He's I been just needed walked a week off, off the set. That's all. <laughs> well, you're going to be disappointed, Nathan, because I had your music queued up and everything. Oh, man. Oh, well, now no. I am disappointed. Oh, oh there. man. There oh, you this go. hurts inside. Okay. I am crying. I am weeping internally here. So if that's even possible. Let's just have a conversation about what's going on in Israel. Okay. Oh boy! Okay. I feel like we should just sit here in awe of the music right now. Right, I'm just I very feel powerful, like, isn't it? very fulfilled. It's like terrifying news <laughs> <laughs> for the serious news listener. <laughs> so hey, this podcast is not your mama's podcast, okay? <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, man. I uh, was on the way here, and I hear Israelis kill. You know who they killed? Some big wig over yeah. at the... Uh, uh, so it was one of the leaders of, of Hamas uh-huh. who was specifically in charge of anti-tank weaponry. Uh-huh. So they wipe him out, and then here come the rockets. Yowza. Yowza. And so, I mean, they're on full-on war right now. Well, to be fair, they really aren't ever at a... Peace is not something that they're familiar with over there. No, rockets it's a, it's are a, regular occurrence. Yeah, it's a daily, okay. it's a daily thing. But um, yeah, they we just put our rockets away and go home. You there don't. Was quite, <laughs> there was quite a barrage today. Over a hundred and fifty right. rockets were fired in response for Israel's killing uh, this leader of Hamas. Right. That's four times, five times more than. A couple of weeks ago. That's correct. <laughs> now the Iron Dome did a great job taking out a lot of those those rockets. In fact, there's some really cool video out there if you ever want to look up the Iron Dome destroying those rockets. Um, just kind of shows you their level of technology. 
And you got to be careful because there's a lot of people who, who allow their anti-Semitism to come out in the form of moral equivalency, trying to say that Hamas deserves the right to exist as much as Israel does. Um, there, there are some real, real danger there. So be careful when you hear that coming out because there's a lot of media sources that will try to paint Israel as the bad guy mm. for defending themselves and trying to attack somebody who is literally trying to destroy them. There is a, a there is the right to self-defense. For sure. You do not have to let somebody kill you. Absolutely. These countries really do hate each other too. And yeah. it's going to be that way until he returns. It's been that way since uh, all the way back to um, a- Abraham, uh, his son, Ishmael, was part of it. And then also... Um, Jacob and Esau, their descendants were going to constantly war with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're saying. And it's still going on today. Yeah. Um, there, there was a couple days ago. I'm they, glad Canada's peaceful. Just, I just want to say that. Just who? <laughs> Canada. Canada. Our peaceful. neighbors. <laughs> oh, as far as throwing rockets We never, at us? yeah, we never right. shoot rockets at, 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 at Canada or Mexico. So Knock thank you, Mexico, and thank you, Canada. We love you. Well, we we are known as the peacekeepers. You know, that's not a bad title. For, we were. Yeah. I mean, we're not really kind of heading that direction <laughs> nowadays. But, um, uh, well, two things. One, okay, you mentioned Canada, which reminded me of something Sorry, else. Sorry, I, I derailed a, your no, train. No worries. Uh, I'll come back to that. Okay, Canada is my reminder. Thank you. Canada. I got it. <laughs> man rimshot so um in jerusalem they were they were celebrating jerusalem day and i was watching this live on television and um there was the the, i mean it was bad they were over by the mosque and there was smoke bombs and tear gas and flashbangs and people running everywhere and absolute panic and I saw people getting carried away by other people because they were injured and there are riots going on it was an absolute mess and um and then later that evening cops kind of had everything under control and uh, this one cop they, they, they were messing with this one, I assume, Jewish fella, and uh, and you were like, you know, get back, get back, and he's like, I'm not even doing anything. Cop punches in the face, <laughs> and then just turns around and walks away. <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay, what? what did I just see? What it was that? It's crazy. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of crazy stuff going on over there, and uh, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, tension is increasing, and doing what they did today. I mean, what, what's going to happen tomorrow? And uh, I think this is only going to speed up. Well, I mean, they're fulfilling some prophecies right now. So, I mean. It's, yeah, it's not speeding up. It's just, uh, it's it, it, it's not speeding anything up. It's being sped up just by the timeline that's already in place. Exactly. So, Canada. Canada. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't get to say the code word, and I'm a little upset about it. Oh, that. Canada. Another pastor gets arrested. That's correct. Right after service. That's right correct. after uh. church service. They handcuff him. 
We got one pasture in, on trial right now, and the other one heading to the slammer. It's out of control. Wow. Why? Why don't they? Why don't they go to Walmart and arrest the manager for having a store open? Why don't they go down to the tire Canada Tire and arrest the manager for opening a store? I'm not so sure they're following in the same set of logic oh, that right. we do here. Right. I mean, remember our Canadian friend uh, who uh, was Kim? with us yeah. there? Uh, she said how they you could go into a store and they could you could buy some items, but, but in the same store you couldn't buy other items. Right? I mean, how what what? What does that have to I do with COVID? I can go down this aisle and buy this <laughs> and that, but I can't go down this aisle. Unless that aisle spreads COVID, I don't really understand. I mean, is there a time limit? The problem is, is in the it? heart of the people that are in charge. There's a desire for power, and Christ and his church represents a an attack yeah. to that power. Yeah. And, and so it power. must be dominated. Um, right. You see the same thing in China. Yeah. Well, well, for sure. Well, and, you know, when you get a group of people who believe that, you know, whether they would do it or not, but they believe that they should honor God above the law, mm-hmm. even though they're told, we don't, we know in the Bible it says that we should obey the laws of the land, do our part to keep peace, all that good stuff. But when the law deviates from the laws of the Bible, we are supposed to defend the truth and to do the right thing. And, of course, that always poses a threat. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're sense. even seeing it. We even see it in, on a smaller scale in America, when the media will trumpet every single bad thing that they can find with the loudest horns possible as it relates to any church. Right. It, it, it's there's the media understands that the church is a is in direct conflict for the hearts and the souls of people. Certainly. With the church, yeah. and it's it's got a level of hostility toward those who are in the church that is, quite frankly, palpable depending on who you interact with. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Palpable. Palpable. I like my orange juice without palpable. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the, the love of God word of the day. Palpable. Palpable. <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking of word of the day, do we have other things that we could bring up? Like, oh, I don't know. Song of the day? Ooh, songs of the week. Oh, of the week. I'm so sorry. Song of the day. <laughs> I have a song every day. That's for our just daily Just because I can only share it once a week. It's for our daily show. <laughs> I'm actually um, thinking about starting a daily show. No more Sunday shorts and do a, a daily show. A daily show. The because daily there's show. so much news. And I talk about stuff here, and then two weeks later, it gets launched in this old news. Fair. So you got a point there. I want to do like a 12-minute show every day, 12, 15 minutes, just updating stuff that is going on. If you would like to see Jason do a show every day, please comment in the comment section. If you would like him to turn his show off altogether, please keep your mouth <laughs> shut. We don't want to hear it. It would be a separate, separate show, different channel. Um, same bad time, same bad channel. Um, you're dating yourself there. Uh, <laughs> Batman's still relevant. Um, <laughs> it'd be called For the Love of God Daily. Anyway, I digress. Songs of the Week, Rick. Songs. Oh, me first. All right. Well, there you go. 
So uh, this week, uh, I've picked a somewhat obscure Christian band uh, that doesn't get a ton of recognition. Uh, it's a few years old, but not the only few. Um, a band by the name of Ashes Remain. They did a song called All of Me. thought it was a, just a tremendous... Al- uh, it was The whole album was actually really good. But uh, that song was really, really good. And, uh, of course, just in uh, kind of in keeping with previous shows, let me just uh, share a little bit, if my phone cooperates. There we go, of the lyrics. So uh, he says, I'm a mess of contradictions. I'm a doubter who believes. I try to hide the failures that I don't want you to see. And he's talking to God. But you tell me that you love me more than I can understand, and you still call me to come as I am. You want my faith, you want my doubt, the things I don't want to talk about, all that's broken, healed, and somewhere in between. I will lay it at your all at your feet, and I won't back and I won't hold back anything, because what you want is all. What you want is all of me. Pretty awesome. So the song really just and it goes on to talk about, you know, how he, uh, you know, when you get into God's loving arms, he lets you realize, you know, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It doesn't matter the mistakes you made. It doesn't even matter the stuff that you do on a daily basis and you trip and you fall on your face. I love you and I want all of you, period. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. And it's got a, you know, it's a pretty snappy little tune too. If you like, you know, kind of the rock, uh, lighter side of rock genre. Lighter side of rock. Yeah. Alternative, maybe rock. Okay, yeah, I like that. I'm a big fan of alternative. Okay. Prog. Prog rock. <laughs> I wouldn't call it prog rock. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go next. So uh, I'm going to pick one by David Crowder. Um, he's a rather popular artist, uh, but hit one of his more recent ones from this year is Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. I love that song. Oh, man, that's a song that will get you in a spirit of worship it's real so fast. It's so good. Now, nice. when it comes up on the radio, you got to turn it up. Good God Almighty. Yeah. I good. hope <laughs> you'll find me praising your name no matter what comes, because I know where I'd be without your mercy. So I keep praising your name at the top of my lungs. It's so am I to understand that we should do this maybe on Sunday? Is that what you're thinking? I would be happy if you that wanted to cool. do this All particular right. so song. So we'll have to add it to the list. Remember, codename Crowder. Jason, you're up. Codename <laughs> Crowder. <laughs> codename Crowder. Um, or code word. I'm sorry. Code word. Code, code word. They call me Crowder. Uh, yeah, my song of the week is by Bethel Music. It's called Closer. Ooh. Uh, Very good, too. It's a beautiful song. Um, kind of draws you closer, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, the chorus, I, I like. Um, so pull me a little closer, take me a little deeper. I want to know your heart because your love is so much sweeter than anything I've tasted. See, just what you said right there. If we would, if if those who don't get a lot out of a church service, if they would get Come a hold of that and live just what you said and literally pray, God, you know, bring me a little closer. I want to know your heart. Mm-hmm. It would blow their mind, change your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Well, that's fantastic. Um, so uh, that brings us to 
Rick's thought of the week. So uh, today, basically today's thought of the day comes out of Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Um, you know, I like to use just one verse because you know what? You can meditate on one verse all day, and it is amazing how, how it can, you know, the Holy Spirit can bring it to life in about five or six different angles and shades and colors and co- totally rock your world multiple times a day with one single verse. You know, sometimes we think we have to read a chapter or two or three or a book or whatever to get something out of the Bible. Not true. In uh, Romans two, uh, 8, 28, it says, We know that all thing, in all things, let's try it again, we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. All things work for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Now, what does that mean? That means regardless of our mistakes, regardless of the free will of people around us that might make mistakes, regardless of whether it seems bad or good at the time, what we're going through, God literally works it all out for the good of those who love him. Now, granted, that promise is only for those who are Christ followers. So if you're not a Christ follower, that does not apply to you. But for those who love God and are called according to his purposes, he says, I will cause silver linings in every cloud. I will make something good. And we know that's true because, you know, the the most negative thing that's ever happened to a human being from a human viewpoint was probably the crucifixion of Jesus on the cross, right? Mm-hmm. And look how that turned out. The most awesome thing to ever happen to mankind uh, besides creation. And so God always turns things around. It might not always be this side of eternity, but it's going to be turned around. And you know what? As a Christian, we ought to be the most confident, happy, joyful people in the world, knowing that even when I go through crud and crap and things that I don't want to go through, God is going to cause these things to work out for the good. Amen. So think about that, you know, the next time something crappy happens to you. Might just turn your day around. For sure. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Okay. Nathan, would you like to close this in prayer to me? I guess I could do that. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you for my my fellow co-hosts. And Lord, I just, I pray that we're able to, to reach people for you. Lord, that our passion for you will shine through in this podcast and Lord, I just pray that you will reach out and you'll touch every listener and meet them in their needs. Rick just mentioned that you're going to turn all things to the benefit of those who are your, who are called according to your purposes, Lord. And I know that there's a lot of people in the audience that are hurting, mm. experiencing tough situations that are painful for them in the immediate right now, Lord. And I know that you are working that that best possible future out for them. And Lord, I just pray that you will help them to understand what it is that you're doing and help them to see the bigger picture of how even that is being worked toward your goods for them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. (laughs) Folks, that's the show for tonight. Uh, What a good show. I enjoyed that. I was into it. I was definitely into it. Into it. Good into stuff. It, yeah. I kind of feel bad that we cut off the one question for the listeners because that one question that we did on the first take, that was a really good question for Would You Rather. 
Oh, well, so if you, we're well, going to bring it back next episode. If you'd like to hear it, okay. stay tuned for the next episode of For the Love of God. Yes. Folks, that's the show for tonight. Uh, next week, we have special guest Levita Brooks from the podcast Hanging with Jesus. And she'll be in. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, she has a lot of fun. She has a lot of spunk. And uh, looking spunk. forward to that. Um Please uh, go to the For the Love of God podcast <laughs> dot com. <laughs> Please go to. Never mind. Don't even go. Um, <laughs> subscribe, rate, follow, whatever. Just uh, don't miss an episode because uh, we got lots of awesome things coming. Always got fresh stuff and new news and fun games. And remember, spread the word. Spread the word. And for that, that's it. Say goodnight, Rick. Good night, Rick. Good night, Nathan. Good night, Nathan. Good night, everybody. Good night.